Hola, hola. Welcome to another episode of Mujer de Éxito Unbounded. This is a podcast for the mujerpreneur where we get raw and real about going from surviving to thriving in our life and our negocios. Bienvenidas. Yo soy Marti Ángel, Latina Biz Coach, also known as the Empowering Latina Coach. Y yo soy su anfitriona para este show. I am your host for this show. Let me just remind you, though, that there are no coincidences in this world. There's no other reason other than you are meant to hear the message today. That's why you are here today. So I invite you to sit back, open your mind, open your heart to allow yourself to be empowered, motivated, and moved into action as you listen today. Quiero recordarles que no hay coincidencias en este mundo. Este mensaje que vas a escuchar hoy es porque lo debes de escuchar. Este es mensaje para ti. Again, I am Marty Angel, and I just want to remind you que a veces hablamos español, sometimes we speak Spanglish, and sometimes we speak English. But as a Latina biz coach, it is my passion to work with the underserved, underprivileged, and underrepresented but it is my purpose, mujeres, to help you, the Latina, bilingual and BIPOC mujerpreneur, gain clarity and focus on who you serve so you can up-level from brick and mortar to click and order and to begin to rock your six figures so that you can live your best life. I would love to be your coach, but today we have a message for you. Este podcast es para la mujer emprendedora donde nos ponemos reales acerca de lo que hemos pasado, sobrevivido y, y prosperado para salir adelante en nuestra vida y en nuestros negocios. Hoy este mensaje es para ti. So let's get to it. Hoy vamos a escuchar este mensaje. Vamos de una vez. And you are finding or hearing or watching this in 2023. I hope 2022 was a good year for you. I just want to say I'm so incredibly grateful. Todavía estoy muy agradecida por todos los que escuchan. So I just want to remind you that sometimes we speak English, sometimes we speak Spanish, and sometimes we speak Spanglish. And sometimes I code switch. So hopefully, if you're listening to this and you're monolingual, trust me that you will be able to catch on and the Spanish that I use will also be able to help you may perhaps learn a second language. So let's get to what are we talking about today? You know, in 2022, at the end of 2022, today, as I'm, you know, recording this, we're probably getting ready to, to write down our goals and, and, you know, and really set intentions. And I'm all about setting intentions rather than, you know, really, really focusing on what it is you want to do as smart goals. Now, because I'm a business person, because I'm a mujerpreneur, just like you, it's important that I actually go ahead and, you know, and, and, and do my smart goals. Right. 
But the whole thing about this is, is that smart goals have a problem, have, they have an inherent problem with them and smart goals, como decimos en español, ni tan, ni tan smart, ¿verdad? So smart goals, mujeres, eh, eh, son un poquito dif difícil para poner. Y, y lo que pasa es que en realidad no entendemos bien cómo hacer los smart goals. So uncovering the, the hidden drawbacks to smart goals is, is really about setting the key to your goal. It's, it's actually about setting or using that as a key to your goal setting successes in 2023. So you're setting goals and what I'm going to do, and I highly suggest that you do the same, is that this year I'm going to do something different. Always every year I do the actual, you know, um, vision board and all of that. And I do it for the whole year, but this year I'm going to break it down by quarters. Being a, a, an entrepreneur, I've learned that when I break it down into smaller goals, I'm more likely to achieve them. Breaking it down, it just is less overwhelming. Sometimes we look at that goal and, and instead of celebrating the small steps, what we're doing is we're killing ourselves because we didn't get that big, gigantic um, pie in the sky goal, right? So es importante que les, yo les explique lo que voy a hacer este año. Este año voy a hacer algo completamente diferente, completamente diferente. Lo que voy a hacer es voy a este, cortar los, las metas en, en cuatro, en cuatro cada tres meses voy a hacer una meta diferente, voy a, voy a verificarla, voy a ver si llegué a esa meta. ¿Por qué? Porque siempre lo hago por todo el año y a veces cuando lo hago por todo el año, pues me empiezo a enfocar en lo que todavía no he hecho, ¿no? So, as a Latina entrepreneur, setting goals for yourself and your business is essential for your success. However, many mujerpreneurs, women entrepreneurs, BIPOC women do not realize the importance of setting small goals, smart goals, in order to achieve their objectives. Why? Because smart goals seem like something a man does, something a big, you know, a big company does. We haven't been able to take those SMART goals and really learn to personalize them. But let me share with you first the acronym. acronym. What does SMART goals stand for? What stands for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely? And these SMART goals are not always fun to set. They're not. I know for me they're not fun to set, but that was before I actually learned. Now, let me give you a little history on what happened, how I came to this topic. I was thinking about how I'm going to do, how I'm really going to, you know, get out there and, and be your, your business coach so that I can help you achieve that six-figure income. And, and one of the things that, uh, that 
I really want to do this year in the podcast is really give you more and more tips that you can take and utilize right away. But the story behind this is that I have a daughter-in-law who is autistic. And what happens is, is that there, my daughter says to me, uh, mom, uh, how can we help? How can we actually help uh, autistic people set goals? And being an educator, I went, that just started, you know, that just started the wheels turning and it just started me, okay, you know what? This is not just for education, but this is also for business. So when we begin, when we begin to look at what's wrong with how smart goals are set, we can then fix them and personalize them. And one of the many pitfalls is truly is because we don't understand the full scope of what that smart goal really is. And, and that's okay because, you know, people that are explaining it, aren't, aren't teaching you how to personalize it. And I want to teach you how to personalize it so that it becomes something that you are going to achieve. When you learn to personalize those smart goals, you're going to make them your, you're going to make them for you. You're going to put them in your heart. You're going to bring them down into that second chakra and you're going to bring them right back up to that, you know, to that, uh, fifth chakra, be able to vocalize them and then be able to act on them. So mujerpreneurs and women entrepreneurs though, I want you to know are an ever growing force in the economy, but as such, we face unique challenges when it comes to setting goals. Smart goals are often seen, seen as an effective way of achieving success. But this is not always the case for uh, nosotras mujerpreneurs. Nosotras mujeres que somos emprendedoras, we are a breed. We are a different breed. We, we, in, we internalize things very differently. We act upon things very differently. If you're bilingual by the very nature of the fact that you are bilingual, not only the code switching, but by the very, the very fact that you are bilingual, it, we ingest information, take it in and really digest it completely different than our monolingual counterparts. So it's really important, sumamente importante que entiendan que de la manera que nosotros, que nosotros comprendemos estas metas, comprendemos cómo hacer estos SMART goals, es muy diferente que alguien que no habla dos idiomas, ¿verdad? Que no es bilingüe. So setting SMART goals, again, let me go over what that means. S stands for specific, M measurable, A achievable, R relevant, and T for timely can be a powerful tool to help mujerpreneurs succeed. Like I said before, the problem that we face is the unique challenges that our monolingual white counterpart does not actually understand or doesn't face. The mujerpreneur often faces multiple barriers, multiple barriers that prevent us 
for example, from accessing the same resources as our white counterparts. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, but we just need to be aware. Mujeres, necesitamos saber que a nosotras, a veces, una de las cosas que nos, que nos pone el alto en movernos para adelante es que no tenemos la misma facilidad a los recursos financieros que tienen la, este, las mujeres blancas, ¿verdad? The white counterparts. So, for example, even though Latinas and BIPOCs are the fastest growing group of female entrepreneurs in the United States, now, let me say that in Spanish. Latinas somos el grupo, nosotras como mujerpreneurs, emprendedoras. En los Estados Unidos, nosotros somos el grupo que estamos creciendo más rápido que todos los demás. And even though we are the fastest growing group, we still lack access to needed capital and to support services. That's why I am here and I decided that I was going to be a champion. So who is Marty Angel? Well, you know, besides being, a, you know, a, a, a repurposed college professor, I, you know, am the champion. I've always been a champion for the underserved, the underprivileged, and the underrepresented. I help the mujerpreneur, the Latina, the BIPOC women gain clarity and focus on who they serve so they can up-level from brick and mortar to click and order and begin to rock six figures. If you know who you serve, if you are clear as a bell on who you serve, then you know who you're talking to when you're marketing, when you're marketing on social media, on digital media, on audio media, on, you know, on visual media, all of the avenues and on, you know, on written media, it's important that you know who you serve so that you can know how to talk to them. So going back to my original, a significant obstacle that comes to us as mujerpreneurs is the fact that we don't have the same, the same resources that our white counterparts then do have. But it also comes with, you know, as, as mujerpreneurs, we are ambitious. Somos, voy a decir la palabra, somos chingonas, somos ambiciosas. But even though we're ambitious, we have to set realistic goals. And sometimes setting realistic goals can be daunting, right? And it's important because being a mujerpreneur, you could be in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. And the point is, is that the gender gap in venture capital funding is also an issue for us as mujerpreneurs. Let me give you a stat that I know is going to rock you off your booty. Less than 1% of venture capital investment goes toward businesses owned by women of color. Menos de un por ciento de, de, de capítulo, es, perdón, de capital que se les da como recursos a negocios, a emprendedores, 
menos de un por ciento de esos recursos se les da a mujeres de color, ¿verdad? So let, now let me, let me just kind of go in there. My story for today was, you know, that I have a vested interest in this. As a longtime professor in the School of Business and an entrepreneur myself, I can say that setting goals can be a point of contention. I know that when it came to the goal setting in, in, you know, in my college courses, I always got this, you know, it was the same thing when I used to teach algebra. I'm not good at algebra. I hear it all the time. I'm not good at setting goals. Cuando estaba yo en el colegio enseñando estas metas, siempre me decían, ay, no, no me gusta decir, no me gusta poner metas. No me gusta. But I honestly believe it's because we're not fully aware of how to really break them down so that we can actually set them up and set ourselves up for success. That's the real problem. Now, let me explain where in this acronym I see the biggest problem. And that biggest problem is that first, we need to set good goals. Primero tenemos que poner metas que son buenas para nosotras, ¿verdad? A good goal, my friends, a good goal is one in which what, what that explains and that touches our heart and is that something that we know is most important for us in our business. You know, we can say, in the business, you can say, okay, let's see, I want to be making $5,000 a month, right? Uh, you know, after all of expenses are paid, I want to be making $5,000 a month. But what we fail to do is to really ask ourselves, what's the importance to me by setting that goal? What do I really, really want? What's in my heart What is it that I want to do? Obviously, we all want to be millionaires because the fact of the matter is we want to be millionaires, not because we love the money, but because what it is that money is going to buy for us. And what we think that money is going to buy for us is usually time freedom. Right? So we have to really learn to set good goals. What's in our heart? Once you have set that good goal and you have that in mind, then you go from there and you begin, you really start to break it down. Primero tenemos que hacer metas que en realidad nos tocan el corazón. A veces hacemos metas porque dice uno, ay, pues quiero hacer 500 dólares este, al día o 5 mil dólares al mes. Pero lo que no sabemos es qué es, qué es ese significado de ese número para nosotros. Y a veces quiero hacer más dinero, pensamos, quiero hacer más dinero, pero ¿cuánto es más? ¿Y por qué quieres más dinero? La realidad de las cosas, mujeres, es porque queremos más dinero porque queremos lo que el dinero nos puede otorgar, nos puede comprar. Y por la mayoría de los casos, ese dinero 
nos, nos compra lo que le llamamos time freedom. Time freedom, el tiempo. Tiempo para hacer lo que necesitamos, queremos y para decir, ay, no necesito hacer nada ahora, ¿verdad? So, the goal that needs to come has to be a good goal. The goal doesn't have to be realistic when you first start out. But here we are, we're thinking, okay, last month I made X amount. This month I have to make that amount. And notice how we put the have to in there, right? But the truth of the matter is that the goal doesn't have to be realistic. But. Here's the big but. All the steps taking, taken to achieve that goal must be realistic. Let me repeat that. The goal itself doesn't need to be realistic, but the steps that you take, the actionable steps to achieve that goal, that's what needs to be realistic. Ahora en español, la meta no necesariamente tiene que ser realística, ¿verdad? Pero los pasos para llegar a esa meta, esos sí necesitan ser realísticas. So, think about that, kind of digest that. Once goals are identified, it's important to structure them now as SMART goals. You know what I said before, the specific the measurable, the action-oriented, the realistic, and the time-bound. Time This helps us keep our goals manageable and be able to track the progress, which by then helps us, and then we know when to act on specific tasks and goals that can be either you know, achieved, taken a look at, and revamped, or whatever, right? Let me give you an example. What do, you know, because people always say, Professor, what do you mean by that? Well, specific example. Let's go with something easy. Let's go with something easy. Specific. I want to lose weight. That's specific. You want to lose weight, right? Measurable then means how much weight, right? I want to lose 10 pounds. Okay. Action oriented is what actions are you going to take to help you lose those 10 pounds? So going to the gym and then you can be going to the gym to help lose the 10 pounds. Or maybe it's something like control my portions to serve myself only once at every meal, right? Could be that, right? Whatever it is, maybe you're already moving and Maybe something else is necessary. And the realistic part is this is where you begin to be realistic on what it's going to take. I see so many people do this and say, I'm going to go to the gym every single day. You know, being that I also was a fitness instructor um, up until a few months ago, actually, I still teach. <laughs> I still teach on the internet, but... Um, what I see is that people usually say, I'm going to go to the gym every single day. And then they stop there. But what's, is that really realistic? Ask yourself, are, how many times a, a week are you going now? 
from zero to five, from zero to seven is a big jump. So you want to set realistic goals, like go to the gym three times a week and do cardio and then always the why to begin to lose a pound a week for the next 10 weeks or have only one helping of my meals for 10 weeks, right? It's important to understand that. Now, here's the big issue I have. Everybody hates to set goals because the next part is time bound. And this is where we get all tripped up because we think by June 30th, by March 15th, that's what we think, you know, by a certain date. No, I don't want you to do that. Don't do that. Right. This is ripping you apart and setting you up for failure when you, when you set that date. And that's where we don't want setting a date in my experience has set us up for procrastination. So instead of saying by a certain date, it's important that you understand that Professor Marty's way is to not set a date. So let me say that in Spanish. Aquí, in time bound, aquí es donde hacemos, aquí es donde hacemos los errores más grandes. ¿Por qué? Porque no nos gusta poner que voy a perder 10 libras para marzo o para mayo, lo que sea. Lo que hacemos es que al momento al poner esa fecha, el cerebro, el amígdala, Luego, luego sube una pared que dice, no, allí no voy a hacer. Mm, mm, mm. Y lo que pasa es que empezamos a, a decir, bueno, mejor no lo voy a hacer porque que si no lo hago, que si no lo logro, ¿verdad? So the amygdala is wired that as soon as you set that date for that time bound, boom, it's like, it's like, you know, closing the, the garage door. It's like setting us up for procrastination, not failure, but for procrastination. So instead of setting that certain date, I want you to say, I'm going to go to the gym every Monday and Wednesday to begin to lose one pound a week for 10 weeks. Notice the time says is actionable. The time bound is actionable. I'm going to the gym every Monday and Wednesday to lose a pound a week for 10 weeks. We remind ourselves of that goal by saying it, right? So go to the gym Monday, Wednesday. Now notice the difference. I want you to, to notice the difference. Take a deep breath, inhale. And what I want you to do is put your hands right here. So I'm using my Reiki and, um, you know, to, to show you, right? So close your eyes, take a deep breath, inhale. Now say, I'm going to lose 10 pounds by March 30th. Now notice how that feels. See if the, if the energy feels like it's pushing you back, see if you feel heavy, you know, begin to notice that. Now, shake out your hands, take another deep breath, and this time I want you to say, 
I'm going to go to the gym every Monday and Wednesday. Notice the difference. It's lighter. It is so much lighter. So I really want you to realize that that's where we're going wrong in that time bound. And when you say, I'm only going to have one helping for dinner daily for the next 10, you know, the next 10 weeks, that's a lot lighter than saying, you know, I'm, I'm going to diet. I'm, I'm going to diet. I'm not going to eat this and I'm not going to eat that. Every time you say I'm not, remember our brain is wired so that it doesn't hear the word not. It only hears what you're going to have. Haven't you ever noticed that? You know, it just, it's like, uh, I don't want to have, and all of a sudden we feel deprived and what are we looking at? Everybody, I'm not going to have any cookies and everybody's got cookies. All of a sudden, everybody's got cookies and we want cookies, right? So that my friends is an, is an important, really sticking point into sticking to those smart goals. Es sumamente importante que entiendan que al momento que ponemos esa fecha, es como decir, boom. Y el cerebro se cierra, la energía no fluye en, entre nosotros. Pero si dices, voy a ir al gimnasio cada lunes y miércoles, de un de repente se siente más ligera esa, esa frase y no se cierra el cerebro. So we think that once we, we are set goals, that's it. That's the other reason that we're not get, getting our goals. We think, okay, we're going to set goals and that's it. But that's not it. We have to take it one step further, which means that you need to spend some time breaking it down, right? Achieving the goal involves achieving many smaller sub goals. Let me repeat myself. Achieving the goal, mujerpreneurs, involves achieving many smaller sub-goals. Smaller sub-goals set the goal into action by breaking down the goal into bite-sized pieces that aren't so overwhelming and don't lead to procrastination. Because the reason we don't reach our goals is because not because we're not worthy of them or not because we don't know how to get to them. It's because we set them in a way that sets up the amygdala to put up that block and to say, bam, go into procrastination mode. So, you know, for example, going to the gym might involve a smaller goal of Okay, I'm going to get some gym shorts. I'm going to get some shirts. I'm going to get some sneakers. I'm going to find a gym that I really want to go to. And then I'm going to figure out a time that works for me. Not what works for somebody else, but what works for you. For example, and another example, an overarching goal of going to the gym might involve things like, you know, finding that good gym, getting a good water bottle, making sure that you're drinking water first, finding the right sneakers for the type of exercise you're going to do. You know, when we don't, when we don't break it down and set up those sub goals, then we set ourselves up for procrastination, not for 
failure, but for procrastination. Cuando no hacemos el intento de quebrar esas metas en, en pedacitos más chicos, lo que hacemos es que ponemos el, el cerebro en lo que le llamamos procrastination mode, ¿verdad? No es que vas a fallar, es que vas a poner ahí eh, este, la razón por no seguir adelante, ¿verdad? So even a smaller goal seem, you know, even though it seems like it's really small, like really, I'm going to get some shorts. Of course, I'm going to get shorts, right? But even achieving that goal begins to build the confidence and begins to be exciting. And my friends, this is also where we go wrong. Mujeres, mujerpreneurs, we need to celebrate Because these things that these small steps that build the motivation are needed for the larger steps. Really important for us to understand that. The next thing we need to do is to track the progress. And I know, I know most of us don't, we just like we don't like bookkeeping for our businesses. We don't like to track the progress, but you know, tracking the goal progress also happens in smaller steps because you're not set up for procrastination. So instead of, you know, instead of um, saying, okay, at the end of the week, I'm going to see whether or not I went five times or four times or three times, say it daily. What did I do today? Ask yourself, tracking the progress can be very motivating if you ask yourself the right questions right? You can use goal sheets to create a scale for measuring goals and tracking your progress. There are smartphone apps that help to track your goal, goals, right? Then as we track our progress, we can then revise that progress and revise the goal and revise that sub goal, which is my friends, what I see my students really forget to do is to track those goals. When you don't track the goals and the sub goals, you are setting yourself up for procrastination. There's no failure. Okay. I don't like the word failure because nobody fails. The, it just, you set yourself up for something that stops you. You set yourself up for procrastination, right? So do it on a daily basis. A great way to learn from your procrastination or your failure, as I don't like to call it, is to do it again with a different approach. Take a look at it. Oh, today I didn't go to the gym, but tomorrow I'm going to make sure I go to the gym because I'm going to get everything ready. One of the things that I did was to make sure that every, and I still do it with everything that I do before I, even before I go on to the podcast. I always make sure that everything is ready to go. So if I'm going to go to the gym in the morning at five o'clock in the morning, I make sure everything's already in the car, ready to go so that all I have to do is get up, put my workout clothes on, get in the car and drive. My water's in the car, my tracker's in the car, whatever it is I need, right? So if I'm going to be doing a podcast, you know, for For me, I have my script ready. I have my outline ready. I have, I've already made sure I know what I'm wearing. I know that, you know, my, my brand colors, I know what I'm talking about. I know, you know, all of that is ready to go. And then 
boom, I'm here, right? So this is important. Those are all sub goals. Avoid, and here's what I want to share with you. Avoid pushing yourself to achieve a goal that you no longer find desirable. So what if you wrote it down and you laminated it like I did, like I do everything to triple my income, to do this, to do that. And, and we laminate and we put it up there. And what we've forgotten to do is to realize that that is the big goal. But then over here, maybe in a, in a pad, you know, maybe you get one of these diaries like I have, right? La Jefa Diario. And I write it down daily. What, what did I accomplish today? What did I, what, what was my accomplishment list, right? Instead of a to-do list, I have an accomplishment list and that helps me stay accountable. It makes me celebrate. And that's my invitation to you to do the same. Es importante que empiecen a entender que tenemos que ver diario lo que hacemos porque cuando hacemos cuando vemos las las metas más chicas las actividades que hacemos para llegar a esas metas esas nos ayudan a, a mantener a mantenernos derechito a las metas más grandes so consider setting up a regular goal tracking meeting, maybe with an accountability partner, maybe with your mentor, maybe with whoever it is. Maybe it's just, maybe your accountability partner is like mine sometimes right now. It's just my journals, right? So es importante que siempre escriban sus, a lo mejor las metas más grandes las escriben, las tienen aquí en la pared y las metas más chicas las ponen aquí en, en un journal y este, y es importante que lo, que diario lo hagan y hagan una lista de qué es lo que terminaron, qué es lo que hicieron ahora, en vez de hacer una lista de todo lo que tengo que hacer, porque cuando hacemos una lista de todo lo que tengo que hacer, esa nos pone en lo que llamamos en inglés procrastination mode. Pero si ponemos, eh, si nos ponemos a, a, a ver qué es lo que hice ahora, todo lo que hice ahora, entonces lo que hace es abre el cerebro, nos abre las chakras y nos abre la energía para seguir adelante para que la energía también nos ayude, nos empuje para enfrente. So I want you to remember my final thoughts for you are focus on the process, not the attainment. Again, focus on the process, not the attainment. Quiero que se enfoquen en el proceso, no en si llegaron a esa meta, ¿verdad? Enfóquense en el proceso, no en si llegaron a esa meta. Muy importante, do not focus on whether or not you have achieved your goal. Instead, highlight the small successes daily of the process and the steps that you took today that are going to be tied to achieving your goal. And how do you do that? Here are two self-coaching questions that I, that I want to share with you. The first one is, 
what have I accomplished today and what do I need to do next? Dos preguntas que quiero que se hagan, que son self-coaching, preguntas para self-coaching, que se las hagan diario, es ¿qué es lo que hice ahora y qué es lo que tengo que hacer? ¿Verdad? No es lo que todavía me falta hacer. Es una diferencia, porque acuérdense que esa palabra falta esa palabra nos, nos pone en, en, en procrastination, ¿ok? Entonces, ¿qué es lo que he hecho? ¿Qué es lo que terminé ahora? ¿Qué es lo que terminé? ¿Cuáles, cuáles son las, lo, las cositas que hice que terminé ahora? ¿Y qué es lo que tengo que hacer? ¿Qué es lo que sigue que tengo que hacer? ¿Qué es lo que sigue que tengo que hacer? ¿Verdad? No lo que me falta. No quiero que digan la palabra falta. Okay? So the key takeaway is to really learn to highlight your successes because when you highlight your successes and your forward moves and take time to celebrate them, my friends, you set yourself up for more successes. That is truly the key to the big successes. So, as you're setting the SMART goals for 2023, remember the things that I said. Remember that you don't want to set yourself up for procrastination, but you want to set yourself up for success. My friends, if you found value in today's lesson and you're watching me on the YouTube channel, please make sure to subscribe, hit that bell so that every time I come on, you know when I'm on. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, please share this podcast, download it. Every time you download it, that's when we get the kudos, right? So download it and then find me on social media and tell me what else is it that you want to hear? What are you struggling with that I can help you with? What are you struggling with that I can help you with? And if you don't have any struggles, then just find me at Marty Angel underscore ELC and just say hello. Por favor, síganme. Si me están viendo en el YouTube, por favor, acuérdense la campanita y síganme. Y si me están escuchando en el, en el podcast de Mujer de Éxito Unbounded, encuéntrenme. En, en las redes sociales at Marty Angel underscore ELC y salúdenme, salúdenme y buena suerte empezando a hacer estas SMART goals en el 2023 y si quieren, si quieren asistir a un workshop de cómo hacer esto, por favor también déjenme saber. If you're interested in, in, in joining me on the workshop for setting, it's a free workshop for setting 2023 SMART goals the right way, the personalized way, let me know. Leave me a comment and saying, I'm interested in the masterclass and I'll sign you up. As always, my friends, wishing you the best day ever. So incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. Have a beautiful day. Namaste.
This episode brought to you by Celeviv Hydrating and Lifting Sheet Mask. The Celeviv Hydrating and Lifting Sheet Mask locks in intense moisture to perfectly prime your skin for restful sleep. Apply this relaxing hydration serum several times a week to pamper yourself and radiate your healthier looking complexion. Sheet masking is all the rage right now. Make it a regular part of your healthy skincare regimen today. Celeviv Hydrating and Lifting Sheet Mask. Click the link below and get yours today.